Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo! Yo! How about them Lions, baby? How about them Lions? You know, I picked Chiefs-Lions Super Bowl. Well, you did. On the air, uh, I did. Off the air, I said the Dolphins. You said the Dolphins. And I think you might have mentioned the Dolphins on the air a couple times, too. But the point is... My pick was... My official pick... Was Chiefs... But I did go on the air and say... I. Picked the Chiefs because I live here and I don't want people to yell at me. You did. But, hey, you know what? But, hey, you however it works pick. out. You made the pick. <laughs> and what's really important here is that Michigan won the national, the national championship a week ago. And I will tell and you. the Lions just won a home playoff game against their old quarterback. Yeah. Whom they loved and really respected for a lot of years and felt bad for him. And basically it seemed like did the you city see him and him saying, go ahead. No. He gave us like a little video before the game. So there was some sort of video before the game? Yeah, it was. And it was. There was a debate about whether they were going to do some sort of video. And Eminem did one. I think he did one before the game that was longer about Detroit. They did a short one on Instagram, I think, where he was like. That's that computer talking. I don't know how to shut it up. I said, it said, uh, Stafford, I was there for you, bro. I was there for you when you won. I rapped for you. <laughs> I rapped for you, man. Give us this one. Just this one, man. It's That's funny. I didn't know that they did that. There was all this discussion about whether or not they should do some sort of tribute video to Stafford before the game. And I was like, no. Right. No, well, if you people, would do it afterwards, you can. And people were, if you win, uh, like, but, you know, if I went on Facebook, usually it's Facebook where a lot of the people I know from high school yeah. are on talking about the Lions. And a lot of them, there's a lot of people upset, like saying, do not boo Stafford. Uh, well, I saw. You're a douche if wear, you boo them. We but then they were going to ban Stafford, ban Stafford jerseys. That so I felt, and then a lot of my other friends like, screw him. He's the enemy now. We can hug it out afterwards. Exactly. That's how I feel. So there was, you know, uh, that debate going back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's different than, like, I don't think anybody here looks back so fondly on Tyreek. Right. It's not because the same. you won one with him. Right. But and you know Stafford just had to sit through horrible teams. Yes. And just get beat up and beat up and beat up and then just be like, I, and then finally, like, I got to go. Right. I, yes. I can't. And it, yes. nobody blamed him because they're like, we're changing coaches again. Right. And he's like, man, I'm 34, man. I can't do this again. And I'm yeah. not even, and I know his press conferences were like, I'm not even saying this guy's going to be bad. Right. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> right. I've been through like five coaches here. Like, we, I got to go somewhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was having margaritas last Pro Bowl with this other guy, and he's right. like, "We can win a Super Bowl with you." And I'm like, "I, I gotta go." Yeah. So I don't think anybody was mad. I mean, his wife put out a statement. It helps that people liked him, 
and and I know his wife. Uh, she could be would a say stuff, but she was but also really her. good to the city. Exactly, people liked her in the she city. She would do a lot of you know, like just stuff you want, right? You know, like you know, show up at people's houses, random people's houses at Christmas, and yeah. give it. She's a cancer. You know, there was yeah. a lot of stuff that people liked about her. She can be a little lippy sometimes, yeah. like, and I don't mean that. Maybe that sounds sexist, no, she, but I mean she, like she would sit next to people and be like, you know. Talking and it Don't became a story when it didn't need to become a story. Me, you know right. what I mean? Th- she threw a hamburger at somebody. There's quite a few stories about her. Right. But, but the she city seems like really nice. Yeah. And the city loved him. Yes. And I know it's not the same at all, and it also has a lot to do with my age, but you know I have this obsession with Neil Smith, the former defensive end for the Chiefs, growing up watching him. And as he got older, right, he, he said, up, I'm yeah. going to leave. And not only is he leaving, he's going to go to the Broncos, which to this day, last time I checked, when you look him up, a picture that pops up is him in a Broncos mm-hmm, t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Uh, when he left, he took out an ad in the paper and said, listen, I love this city. Uh, basically, we can't seem to win a damn playoff game. Right. I, I'm getting older. I'd like to win a championship. So he went to play for Denver. Now, normally that would have made people furious. Like, how could right. he? We hate that team. We yeah, hate but, no. but no, people loved him. Yeah. And so they love and, and the, the way that he did it. And people were like, yeah, go get your ring. I heard Stafford's kids asked his mom and dad, like, hey. Who do we root for in this game? Because apparently they watch football every week together and yeah. they root for the Lions. Yeah. And they root for the Lions together. So, you know, and watching that game, super glad the Lions won, obviously. Yeah. But it couldn't have been any better. Stafford played great and he showed just how goddamn tough he is. I mean, he was knocked out. Yeah. With a broken hand and like, yo. Yeah, I got this right. Like he couldn't, he couldn't have played. He could, he couldn't have looked more like what we remember him in a Lions uniform, just getting beat up and getting and stepping back up and throwing that ball again. So you're like, man, you played like Matt Stafford plays. Nobody watched you and went, that guy sucks. Now everybody went, man, that's a tough guy, man. A little bit better team, and that you know, couple plays, and they could have won. And be on a run right now, and you know, you, I don't think that you could have asked for it to turn out any better if you're a Stafford fan and a Lions fan. Okay, well, uh, like well, because nobody wanted they... Tyreek to do good, uh, right? Of right, like everybody's like, yeah, and it couldn't turn out any better for him, right? What if you're a Chiefs Walking fan watching him just getting, you know, press coverage, getting his ass beat, right? That, like that was perfect. And nobody when he really wanted the field, to do that, people to were saying, I, I noticed during that Miami game, it looked like when he was walking up the field, Chiefs fans were like, "Hey, Tyreek." Of course, because right. he didn't just kill you, right? You know, it makes it exactly. A little bit easier. I, you know, I, I, I'm very superstitious. And- I did see uh, Dan Campbell after the game give a game ball to Jared Goff. Did you see yeah. that? So everybody loves him now, right? I mean, well, yeah. And Jared, and he, he turned around with the ball and he said, "I just got one thing to say, Jared Goff." You're good yeah. enough for Detroit, yeah, because he wasn't good enough for LA, yeah. and so yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, Dan Campbell seems to have gone from people being real skeptical about yeah. that hire, and it became like a national media sports story sure. because of some of the quotes that he had running out there. And I think a lot of Detroit fans, at least the impression I got from you was, "Here we go again. Who's this guy biting knees? You know, let's see right. what happens." And now kicking here you guys' are. asses with three toes and half an ass, right? Like, what? But here you are. And now I watched the game because I think he's reckless, is. man. I think he's reckless. You do. I, I do. I think he's completely reckless. I think, but it doesn't bother me. It bothers some people. It doesn't bother me because I think the whole team is bought into it. Win, lose, or draw, we're going to go for it. Yeah, we're going to try to win this goddamn game every time. We lose it, we lose it. Yeah, but we're going to try to win it. So it, there seems to be. I have no problem with that as long as it's like, hey, if it's we're going to do this. Enough. Also, we're going to do this every time. Yeah, you got like to be just, consistent. You're right. You, you can't like then. Get the safety and no, give up. No, no, no. And yeah, Mm-mm. you got to do it again. We no, got to do I it agree. again every time. I agree. If it's working enough to get you yep. where you're going, then I like it. It's fun to watch at least. Yeah. But I, I had that game on mute 
I'm so superstitious. I'm sitting there, and when the game starts, the Lions, uh, you know, t- take the early lead. And I really thought, okay, you know what? This is going to be a comfortable victory. They, they stopped L.A. on the next drive, and I was like, all right, this is it. The Lions have scored. They've stopped the Rams. They're going to score again. All they need to do is get up a couple touchdowns, and I can put my feet back on the ground and turn the volume up on this TV because I was really like, come on, mm-hmm. Lions. Just win this thing for everyone. And you know, especially my buddy Lazo, but just win this game. Right. And then they just wouldn't get up by like two scores. No. And it just stayed so close. I was like, God, this is killing me. And Brooke was, you know, what's wrong? Why didn't you turn on the volume? I was like, I can't, I can't. I'm superstitious. <laughs> I don't want to hear what they're saying. I, I really thought in the beginning it was kind of like the Michigan game. Uh, I guess not the the national championship game, but uh, maybe the game before. Well, maybe it was a championship game. Whichever it was, I thought, oh my gosh! After that first score, right? They got this. Oh yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah, do yeah. this. They're they're playing. They're firing on all eight cylinders. This is it. And then it just stayed close that whole damn game. Yeah. And you win by a point, but you won. Yeah, they won. You home got a national win, championship, got another one. a home play win, and you get to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Which could you have asked for a better opponent? Well, I guess I could have asked for the. Eagles, after watching them just get their ass kicked, Dude, you know? they they fell apart. That's fell a team apart. that started off so strong the season, and then by well, the end of the season, I don't worry about Tampa. That's a team I think I love. I've always liked Baker Mayfield. I've always thought he Everyone was good. Everyone kind of roots for him, right? And yeah, they're a team right now that they think they can beat anybody. I'm sure. Did you hear the stat last night that uh, Baker is the first Tampa Bay quarterback to have over 300 yards and three touchdowns or something in the game? That includes Tom Brady. Right. So I guess it's the best playoff performance that they've had from a quarterback. Pretty impressive. Now, yeah. that said, Philadelphia looked awful. And I thought there was a chance they might lose that game because they have looked so weird the last few weeks. Yeah, I agree. But and Tampa's looked, looked really good. But they looked bad, bad. And then the Packers like, blowing out the Cowboys. And I Did that really surprise you that much, though? I thought the, the blowing them out. The, I just watching the, surprise. I'm like, here we go. Just watching the the Cowboys, Cow- I thought they Jerry were going to fall, too. I, I wasn't surprised that they lost. I yeah. was surprised that they just got, that they quit. Yeah. Yeah, they did quit. And they quit. Also, the Packers, that's one of those teams that as we got closer to the end of the season, people kept talking about them. Of course, they beat the Chiefs. Around that time, I started going back and doing the thing that I do, which is watch all the recap, the highlights right. of their games. And they, they're on a roll. They are. I mean, they they're are playing on a roll. Good. Jordan so, Love looks good, man. Know, uh, it's just one of those things There's where, something to be said for letting a guy sit for a yeah. few years. And I know yeah. they did it with Mahomes and me and Nick argued, argued about it. But I think Mahomes is better for sitting behind Alex Smith. Yeah, I, I think you just kind of get a feel for it, you know. And look, there's been guys who go out and play that first year and get killed, you know. Uh, or do okay. what's his name was on? Uh, uh, Bruce Arians was on uh, the Manning cast. If yeah. you watched any of that during the game, and Eli was like, "Well, you know, you put Peyton in there in his first year, and he threw 28 interceptions." And Bruce Arians yeah. like, "Yeah, not great. We yeah. fixed that the second year." Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that happens, and guys still are great. But there is something about. Man, just not wrecking their confidence. And I get it. You know, if you're the Colts or the Cowboys when they did it with Aikman, you've already lost all your games. But the Chiefs are making the playoffs, yeah. right? I think it was smart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the Packers had Aaron Rodgers so the guy could sit. And now yeah. it just looks like he doesn't look like a, a rookie. Yeah. He looks like a player, a real player. I thought I'd say the one that surprised me though was Philly getting crushed. Surprise. The Chiefs defense, man, can get them anywhere. Guy. I'm so surprised. that I'm, I'm shocked. That it's just like what a change! How, what they did to Miami, 
Yeah, I mean, the weather was bad for everybody. Yeah, but Miami so. never had the damn ball. <laughs> no. I mean, it was crazy. And that defense, man, that defense. defense to hear Chiefs fans talk about, well, you need a defense to win a championship. Right, right. It's three years ago when they were like, we don't even Mahomes play defense. Mahomes can do anything. Exactly. Let him score. <laughs> Just give Mahomes the right. ball back. Let him yeah. score in one play. We'll, yep. we'll beat him. It doesn't matter. Yep. And it's like now... And that's a part of being a fan. It's like Absolutely. defense travels. Defense, you know, now you're yeah. talking about defense wins championships and you know, the whole mindset has changed, but man. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure we're that defense about more. is good, man. Yeah, and there's plenty more to talk about, but congratulations. We'll start oh, there. Oh man. Lazlo sent a text, by the way. I know we gotta take a break, but Lazlo sent a text after the win to the group chat with me and Nick, and it just said, What did you say? He said, Well, uh, if I never see you guys again, it was nice knowing you. The <laughs> yeah. idea that, like, I'm going to die now. Right. Well, I thought the Lions win a home playoff game. Michigan wins a national championship. Right. Well, I don't know. Is, I assume I'm going to die. Exactly. I've always said that right. when this happens, I'll die. I know that feeling. And I went to bed like, damn. Yeah. Also kind of content. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Church of Leslo. Yo. Yo. Okay. So a lot of, lots to talk about today. We were off yesterday, so uh, we got to get caught up with stuff that's been going on over the weekend. I do want to talk at some point about the Chiefs because we mo- mostly talk about the Lions, deservedly so. Sure. But I want to get your take on that. But have you seen this video that's gone viral? From it's a company video. Remember my ex made those like inner office corporate videos. That's what she did. It was like a video team, and all they do is like the training oh, videos yeah, that remember, we watched right. for work. Did you read something for them once? I think yeah. I was the. Um, I was the voice that you could take a tour of one of their card factories, and I was mm. the voice when you walked in, like, welcome right. to whatever, Hallmark. So uh, anyway, it's one of those type of videos. I, I didn't. I should have just said it's like the ones that we watch, because I forget we watch them when we do yes. our, our training. So there's one of those that from a corporation that's gone viral, and I don't know if you've heard about this. It's, about, it's about returning to the office. And uh, and I know people, at least some people on Twitch will be familiar with this because it seems to be really popular. The first person I saw when I walked in the building today, our buddy Greg, I just asked, have you seen this? And he goes, yes. Okay, Isn't good. Crazy? Let's so watch I thought, it. Okay, so people know about it because I'm very curious what exactly is causing this to be such a hotly debated office video. And I'm pretty sure I know what your take is going to be on this, Lazo, but I, I could be wrong, right, actually. We'll watch it we'll next. discuss it next. The Church of Lazlo. Yo. Yo. All right, let me see this video. Can okay. I see it? Yeah. So this is from, and I I hope I get I this you. right, but th- the company, you'll see a lot of stories that say this is about WebMD, but the company yeah. the company's called Internet Brands, and they are like the parent company for uh, a bunch of different brands, but WebMD is the big one. So a lot of stories are just saying, you know, the parent company of WebMD released this video. So they released this video. It's a corporate video. It looks like what you would expect from a corporate video. It shows people standing around in the office talking that are not actors, I presume. Uh, There's different executives, and they say some cheesy stuff along the way. But, you know, corporate video. You see people dressed in their casual clothes. Many of you have come back to the office, and we've noticed it's made a big difference. Unfortunately, too big of a group hasn't returned. So that's the chief executive. And then it shows a bunch of empty offices, empty We're boardrooms. We're more serious about getting everyone back into the office for the simple reason that we're better when we're together. We move faster, we get better results, and the executives are going to tell you more about that right now. Okay. We need you ready and present, and we need it now. Working together chief face-to-face officer, helps chief us create ideas officer. faster and better. So we have new products and new offerings for our customers. We're able to collaborate and help each other to be better leaders. We all know when we spend more time together, we end up creating better solutions for our clients. It encourages organic breakthrough moments of creativity. 
specifically across teams who haven't worked together in person as much before. It propels us into meeting our business goals, and we definitely have big goals for 2024. Okay, so, so far, Laszlo, nothing that stands out to you is like, this no. would go viral. It's a video. The music behind it is, I'm like, what? Yeah, that's, what? Part, that's part of what people are talking about is that you know, there's a dancing mixed in. Mm-hmm. But it's executives explaining to you why they think it's good <clears> for you to come work with people face-to-face. Yep. Now, I have around, no problem with it so far. Around this point in the video... This is, they start to do some of the things that people discuss as cheesy, which of course it is cheesy, but who cares? We need your help to accomplish those. We're better when we're together, and we need to be our best to crush our competition. Okay, so it shows them wiping a whiteboard, the word competition, they erase it, and then they crush a Dr. Pepper can. They're crushing their competition. Slow in getting back with some people. Shows a guy working at home in his underwear. That's about to change. Your manager will be in touch with you shortly about how this will be implemented and tracked. Thank you, team. I want to leave you with this. We aren't asking or negotiating at this point. We're informing of how we need to work together going forward. It's, again, for the simple reason that great companies are built by great people working together and seeing each other eye to eye and tackling the big task. Thank you in advance for your help. Okay, okay, so so that part of the video seems to also be getting a bunch of uh, debate. Not because, negotiating. Right, we're not, we're not asking, we're, we're informing you. you. That's what bosses do. Yeah, though. I don't know if they need... I got that from the yeah. beginning of the video. Yeah. And I don't need to know. I don't necessarily think you have to put that in the video. Sure. When yes. your boss calls you and you're like, well, I'd rather like the video was telling you. Yeah. If you, you, right, you can do that personally. You tell them not to put I'd be that like, part in. Cut that part out. They already know. Right. And if they have a question about negotiating, negotiate it with them. Yeah. Which but, is not, there's no negotiation. Yeah. But start at that part of the negotiation and, and, and end with that part of the negotiation. You don't really need to put it in the feel-good video. Right. and But, I mean, it's not horrible, saw, exactly. but it's if, like, okay. If it was your company's work video, if this company sent out that video and we'd all been working from home, you might think the same thing. Well, they didn't need to say that at the end. We get it. You're asking right. us to come back. But I don't think, again, I don't think that you're thinking, I have to share this with friends. This no. is the most insane thing you'll ever see. Mm-mm. So they have now uh, responded to this criticism. So bit. is that and the whole you, video? That's the main video. Now, if you go to the... Um, uh, Vimeo Wait, that's the whole now. bit? That's what people are mad about? That's what people are mad that about. That whole bit? That's it? Yeah, I mean, at the end, they start dancing around. You want to see yeah. them dance around? So it says, you know, it shows these empty meetings. No one's here because they're trying to get people, you know, in some sort of a Google meeting. And now they're dancing around in their, I don't know, casual Friday clothes. Maybe they're not casual Friday clothes. They're just dancing. Totally unnecessary. But these look like employees. It's not the same executives we saw earlier, right? We mean business. Don't mess with us. The end. Okay. Okay. So. So the dancing's cheesy, of but whatever. It's cheesy. So, it, but I expect that. Yes, and that's just it. They responded to the criticism. So if you watch the beginning of the video now, it says, "For the record, our return to office policy is a hybrid one. We've been rolling out these hybrid policies for over a year." And then it says, "As to the comments, criticisms on the tone slash style, it says, yeah, corporate videos are corporate videos, and it has a little shrugging emoji guy like, right. what'd you expect? It's a corporate video." But so people can be laughing about it. That's fine. I wouldn't expect it to be this internet sensation that everyone's like, look at this corporate video because it doesn't seem that outlandish to me as a corporate video. But one of the things people are mad about, what people are mad about, Lazo, is going back to work. People are furious. Can you believe that this company is telling us we have to go back to the office? There's now a generation of people who mostly worked from home. They started their careers. See, I think people, well, yeah, I get it. It's, it's I, I think people are mad at the me. wrong things, and uh, it's always like that. Like we just we, like such misguided 
anger. The anger isn't you have to go back to work. That like okay, they want you to be in the office. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know uh, the anger should be they let go of thousands and thousands of employees over COVID and never replaced them. Right, right. You are now doing more work. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we could just keep this. Right. And, and make more money. Yeah. I, I mean, that to me is some of the, when I see corporations do that, like, oh, well, we'll just blame it on COVID. And like I said, you know, going into restaurants, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we're only opening up half the restaurant because, yeah. Right. It's like, it's 2024, guys. Right. right. What, the hell are you what are we doing about? here? Like, yeah. what's going on? And then, you know, you hear companies, like, they've just slashed. Yep. And I understood during COVID, like, hey, nobody's making nobody's any money. Nobody's making any money. We got to cut jobs. But then they were like, hey, People were so scared for their jobs and the fact that they might die of COVID. Yeah. They were just like, give me whatever work you want. Right. I'll do it. And then they were like, cool. And you're like, hey, COVID's over. Can we, can no, we, get, can we bring my partner back that uh, we used to do this together? Like, mm, boy. Looks like we've been doing all right. <laughs> right. Like, They're wait. doing that job really well. Right. Well, how about we give you, and uh, some companies won't even do this, but how about we give you a $15,000 raise? And you're like, Okay, well, that's good for me. But the other person was making 45. Right, so you saved money. Exactly, you're still right. saving money. So but I totally understand that. Misdirected hostility. And for people who are angry about having to do other people's jobs, totally valid. I get it. That happened all right. across America during and after COVID. But to the people, I want your reaction to the people who say, I can't believe they're asking me to go back to the office all the time. Yeah, I, you know, it's work. We're old, man, because that to me is like, yeah, it's a job. Also, I guess not only am I old because I don't think that's crazy at all, but I'm also old because I think I, I, that's good. Go to work. You <laughs> know, get out right, of the house. house. Break up your day. What do you? You don't. Need I to also work think they, as cheesy as it is, I also think they make a good point. I don't know that everybody needs to go to work. Exactly. Like if you're just doing like I don't know. If you're accounting, and right? You're and you're like in numbers. You, if that's what it is, and yeah. you don't ever really like. If you went to work, you'd never you're interact in with alone. anyone anyway. Yeah. Then okay, stay at home. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Uh, but I'm guessing at whatever internet sites they, these people run, yeah. WebMD and everything else, they, there probably is like collaboration that helps. Yes, and I walking down the hall I'm like, hey, I had an idea. Well, if you're at home and you're just doing your work, I I, and I never worked at home, but we right. did a little bit. Yeah, you don't just text someone you don't really know and be like, hey, man, I'm kicking this around. Right. As opposed to meeting each other or, you know, running into each other in the bathroom or in a conference room or a meeting where it comes up and yeah. you're like, hey, I thought about this. That stuff just doesn't really happen. So I could see why it would be more. And I don't want to say more productive because I think what people are going to, what they latch on to is, well, we did this study and – I was actually putting in more time when I was at home than I was when I was right, at the office. Right, so right, yeah. we, we you know more time doing actual work. But I think there is something about people coming together with different ideas, different mindsets, different backgrounds, and randomly chatting where a good idea does pop up. And you yeah. probably lose some of that. And I'm guessing they're like, hey, that's worth it to us. Right. Right? Like that, that's the collaboration is worth it to yes. us. Even though you're doing more work at home, at home hours logged or whatever, right? Yes, but the collaboration of just you know BSing, yeah, 
that actually helps us. Yes. And we're starting to kind of realize that. Absolutely. And it doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-mm. When I got to work today and I first brought this up, I, I told you I ran into our buddy Greg. He used to run radio stations, right? And I said the same thing. I said, you know, they're asking you to get together, which to me does not seem crazy. Think of all those staff meetings we had where we came up with ideas for different concerts and, and right. different promotions that we wanted to do. And we did it by, you know, bouncing those ideas off one another. And of he course. said, he said, yeah, but that's not the only thing. He's like, the other thing that's really important is being in the office and BSing with one another. He's like, right. that that is not something you can study. He's like, but I believe that being in that environment and BSing with one another is really important to being productive, a productive team. And I'm like, you're right. It's all part of that. So right. th- that must make me old because now you've got a generation of people and it's not necessarily an age thing. My older brother was asked to go back to work. He had worked from home after COVID for like two years, right? They eventually said, hey, we're bringing and everybody back to the office now. He said no. Right. He said no. He said that's ridiculous. Why would I go back? And like, well, we're bringing everybody back. And he's like, I'm not doing it. Right. He's like, I can work from home. So it's maybe it's not an age thing. But when this was brought to my attention this week, and it was brought to my attention by younger people, and their uh, the way of selling it to me was, have you seen this video? Can you believe it? Watch it. And then I'm like, okay, now what was I watched for? The dancing? <laughs> like, just that they're telling everyone they have to go back to the office. There's no reason that everyone should have to go back to the office. And I thought, wow, this, I don't know if it's a generational thing or well, a COVID I don't know. thing or I mean, what, but. I'm not one to just do stuff that I think is stupid. Right. I've never been that person. So, but. But if the bosses are saying, this is what we want to do. There's plenty of times. Like, you know, I don't know. Do. All my jobs, like, you know, when they were hiring someone in charge, they didn't hire me. Exactly. So if they said, you know, when I was doing construction, if they said, go paint that church. Yeah. Be like, well, I don't like churches. Right. Like, right. I don't give a good goddamn. No, exactly. Go paint it. I'm like, I don't like heights. They're like, well, strap on the safety That's harness. That's your job. Do right. it or quit. Right. Like, we're, there's not a lot of options here. Exactly. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go paint that goddamn thing. And if the bosses think that working together is more productive and they say, come back to the That's office. That's who they hired. That's, they didn't hire you. How is you. that crazy? You got a job and it pays pretty well. You may be even when using your college degree. When they were looking for CEOs, they, either they didn't ask for your resume or... You did, and they didn't hire you. I mean, so now you kind of got to do what that guy says. Or, by the way, I am so down with don't. Well, it's go find a company that says, "Hey, you can yeah, stay at home and it, work from wherever you want." There. Like, there's there's plenty of them out there still, and plenty of hybrid. Which this video did say we're talking about hybrid. I mean, that's the other thing that got me about this video. Well, like, I hey, feel to, like they to clarify, backed down from that. Well, they right they then added they that later. Yeah. I said, "Hey, to clarify, this mm-hmm. is a hybrid thing." I'm like, I can't believe that you have to come back and apologize to the people you pay to say, "Hey, sorry, we don't mean that you're all going to have to come back and work yeah. in the office every day." I mean, that would be. You know, abhorrent. I can't imagine right. having to be there five days a week in the office. I'm so old. But I don't understand the idea of what I don't understand is that the idea of I work here, and if you change something, you're not allowed to do that. Right. What do you mean you're not allowed to right. do that? Like, of it course, happens all like, the time. They, you're allowed to do that, and I'm allowed to quit. Yes. And there, and then if you think that I'm more important than quitting, then you'll change what you're about to do. That's exactly right. Game if of you chicken. don't, then you'll just let me quit. Yep. I don't understand why that's where that got lost in the I don't want to come to work, so I won't, and you should keep me. Right. Why? Right. Well, I want you to, well, I want you to come to work. Well, I don't want to come to work. Well, I know we don't like power dynamics, but one of us is the boss and one of us isn't. So come to work. That's it. That's it. I remember when they came to me and they said, hey, we're going to get a new PD here. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, 
I don't know if I like that. Right. And I heard their voice, and it wasn't like, what do you think of that? Of course. It was, we're going to do this. This is happening. And I was like, wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> cool. If I don't want to do it, I I'll thought about it, and I was like, what do I do? Do I tell them to shove it up their ass? Do I not tell them to... No, I'm good. And Lazo, you say this all the time. I know Nick said he was going to say it on the show the other day. I don't know if he did. But your participation trophy is your paycheck. Right. And when I hear people say, which I've heard people say this within the last few days in response to this video, what's the point? What's the point? I heard that. I was like, what's the point? The point is the money. The point is a paycheck. <laughs> right. And some of the people I know who are complaining, at least one of them makes like well over six figures. Right. And when they got the job, said, well, right now it's it's... It's supposed to be hybrid, but it's really all from home right now. Well, then that tells me that they're saying, in the future, you might have to come in. Yeah. Now they're saying, hey, you might have to come in, and they're they're freaking out. I, I, I'm totally shocked by this. It could just yeah, be and I'm fine we, with that. Livonia's third favorite son on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash church. said, I love seeing workers flexing the power they have. Absolutely. I'd quit or start looking for another job ASAP. Great. Go ahead. Like that, I, I feel like you should. Whatever. Yeah, whatever you need to do. I would quit. Just be like, yeah, no, I like working from home. Then quit. And I'm going to look for jobs on Indeed. Yep. That are completely at home, but I don't understand why the company why you're mad at them for saying and for why asking. they owe you, owe you the ability to work from home. That's what and that's what it's they don't want you to. And you know? I mean, and don't think that I wouldn't give my employers crap. I mean, I have right. these employers. They could be listening right now. I know one of our big bosses came in not too long ago and said, "Hey, what would you do with the station?" I said, "Well." When you were looking for a guy, you didn't ask for my resume. So, I don't know. Ask that guy. I literally said that to him, yeah. and he started laughing. He's like, oh, okay. Right. Like, so you're just going to... I'm like, yeah. Right. Until you... Ask. Ask. Yeah. Then we can talk about it. Until then... And by the way, for two reasons. One wasn't like, screw you. Yeah. It was like, I'm not stepping on this other guy's toes. Right. Because you're... I don't know if you're unhappy or happy, or you just want my opinion doesn't, doesn't matter yeah like i'm not going to give you my opinion until you really ask for my opinion yeah and asking for my opinion isn't slyly right right that's Absolutely. like hey we want your opinion and so i'm not going to just throw this other person under the bus yeah because it ain't my job you didn't ask and i to. wouldn't want someone to do it to me exactly so, so once you ask once you put me there then we can and then discuss. i will tell you yes when people ask me you know like what's the secret to your success you've worked together for 20 number one is luck and then right. number two and three are kind of a combo. Show up and do what you're told. Right, yeah. That's it. Like, if they ask you to do something, do it. And if you don't want to do it, quit. But if they ask right. you, hey, this We've is We've sat what in meetings here where doing. people are like, I don't like the way this pay structure or bonus right. thing is working. Right. And I'm like... Good luck. Good luck with <laughs> We both that. look at them. We're like, no. Yep. This is not... I understand battle. that you guys are changing things. And while inside, I'm not overly happy about it. Right. I'm... I'm not unhappy enough to make a, a big deal about it. I'm not unhappy enough to get on your bad side about it. And I'm not unhappy enough to quit. So, yep. with none of those boxes checked, here we are. I'll just shut up. Exactly. The Church of Alaska. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo! Yo! All right, tell me what the hell was going on. Well, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Over the weekend, it was mostly about football. There were playoff games. Then like one one of, I, I think it's the second greatest weekend of football. Just in general? Yeah, I think next weekend's better. Yeah. Usually, this weekend's good. There's three games each day, mm-hmm. which is great because it's fun. all day. But usually, the game next weekend, the games are all going to be great. Yes. So I think it makes it a little bit better, and you still have it Saturday and Sunday. But, I mean, there was something that happened this weekend that I would think would make it maybe your favorite playoff weekend. This will be one of the most memorable nights in Detroit football for that 89-year-old and the 62,000 others here. One more knee and business is done. And Detroit, for the first time in 32 years, your Lions have won a playoff game. How about that, huh? How about that? Huh? I still never, biters. I never found – now, maybe they'll come out now. I was still trying to find one of those maps that shows who's rooting for the Lions. When the Chiefs made it to the playoffs the first oh, time with right. Patrick Mahomes, they showed these maps. Oh, everyone's rooting for Kansas City. It's a small town, blah, blah, blah. I would assume – I mean, I know my brother texts me anytime. Was it last year the Lions had a shot at the playoffs? year before – like, oh my God, if this Last happens year. and this happens, the, the Lions could be in the playoffs. You know, excited about those games. Right. The only connection we have with the Lions is watching them on Thanksgiving. And, I, you know, no offense, but feel, feeling bad for the fans. Sure, of course. Uh, Don't, I'm, it's, no, a sports, it's a sports town. How can their team be this bad? They got cool uniforms. That's why I never left. Cool city. Why yeah. I never quit. And I've moved around enough cities and have lived in enough to pick a different team. Yeah, sure. And I have with baseball. Yeah. I think I'm a bigger Royals fan than I am a Tigers really? fan. I do. Okay. Um, I mean, I still root for the Tigers, but... Yeah. I, I guess I you've lived here longer now, yeah, so... Yeah, but I could never stop with the Lions because it's like, what if they won? At least with the Tigers, I've seen them win a World Series. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen, I've seen them get to them. You know, yeah. I've seen them be good. I'm like, I cannot quit being a Lions fan because if I do... They'll start winning. They're going to win a playoff game. Yeah. And it'll kill me. Yeah. It'll kill me to watch everybody else who never quit. Yeah. So that's why, you know, well, I I've gotta never quit. Think, I got to think America was rooting for them. I know I was. Obviously, you know, you're one of my best friends in the world, and I want them to win for your sake. But I also, I don't, I think if we'd never met, I'd still be pretty heavily invested in that game in the sense that, man, this is a team I want sure. to win. The story is there. Just win. I will win tell you, game. uh, I thought that I would be more excited for the Michigan game. And I was super excited when they won. But, mm-hmm. man, when that when that Lions game started and they went down the field and scored a touchdown, I, yeah. I know. I wrote te- something on my cheek. You texted. You said, like, what is this feeling? what is that? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. What is this? Yeah. The, it's victory. What is this? It's the thrill of victory. Right. You never thought it would feel so I didn't somber. know that it would be so almost like just pent up yeah. depression. Like, they're not going to win. Right. They're right. not going to win. Right. Well, they did then win. Then when they went down and scored, I was like, oh my God, they could win. They won. And not only did they the win. The people on the stands just crying. One of the greatest storylines. My in uncle playoff. texted me like, what is happening? Yeah. 
friends that I haven't talked to in years yeah. texting me. I mean, so just to give you an example, Laszlo, um, Brooks' sister, she likes the Chiefs, right? She roots for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but I don't think she would be mad at me saying like she's not a big football fan. But she's sure. really been rooting for the Chiefs since she moved to Kansas City a couple years ago. And as the Lions game was getting ready to start, or actually it was the night before, she texted me and said, man, this Lions uh, game, what a storyline. Now, I know she'd been watching the playoff game the night before because they were saying you can't. it was the Chiefs game. And somebody said, you know, you can't write these scripts or whatever. Right. So I think she probably heard that, looked it up, and then she starts researching it, and she texts me about it. And she's like, this is such a crazy storyline. There's so much that goes into this. Obviously, the oh, biggest yeah. aspect being that Stafford's coming back. He's going up against Goff. What a storyline. It is an amazing storyline. So even for the, uh, a passive fan like her, right. who's mostly And it wasn't hometown, just everybody just talked about Matt Stafford. Yeah, but it's not just that. It was Jared Goff. It's Jared Goff. That team, you took them to a Super Bowl, and they were yeah. like, man, no. Yep. Mm, boy, not interested anymore. Yeah, it's uh, so. It, it's quite I mean, there's a, a lot on the line for him. He probably had the most pressure. Oh, I, I thought about him from the moment he walked out. They're like, God, this feeling of please don't lose this. Right, and, and he walked out. They said an hour before he walked out to throw some balls, and the stadium was damn near full, and they were just chanting Jared Goff. That's awesome. Like, yeah, but also like whoa. a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh man, but I, he played great. He so. did. He did. Uh, they never really got that comfortable lead that I was hoping for. No, but you know what? They won, and that makes it an entertaining game. For sure, the, the, uh, you know the passive. And if you're a Stafford viewer. fan and a Jared Goff fan, yeah, like you pointed like, out earlier, you know he, he played hard. Went went about as good as it could go. Yeah. So also in the playoffs, the Bills had to play the Steelers, and they delayed that game because of a blizzard. And I saw the stadium; that was quite a blizzard. I don't remember a game being delayed like that before. I mean, the roof collapsed in Minnesota that time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of times when games had been delayed. But they had to go in there and plow the field. They did a great job plowing the field. Looked great. It looked great. But the seats, they didn't have time to do anything. So fans, I don't know if you saw, they had to go in, dig out seats. Yeah, they paid them 20 bucks an hour. Yeah, and they were allowed to sit wherever they want. They said it was the first time they were just allowed to sit wherever they want. And I honestly, look, I thought the Bills would probably win. But there was a part of me that's like, come on, throw some interceptions. Yeah, right. Screw this up. Uh, You know, downplay this opponent. Don't be prepared for them and let the Steelers win this game. But they didn't. The Bills won. After a massive blizzard postponed their wildcard matchup against the Steelers, and with another three feet of snow falling the night before the delayed game, Bills Mafia shoveling, scooping, and scoring the best seats they could dig out. For the first time in modern-day NFL history, fans allowed to sit wherever they'd like. Their reward... A 31 to 17 win. Thank you, God, that you know we get a, another chance to play another game. Go Bills! It's God. God helped him. Yeah, God helps Alan. That's the deal. He's one. Of, I'm one of God's. Everybody kids. says. My that. mom told me that I, that God takes care of me. So maybe his mom I'm told him the same that. thing. You're past the God did this for me. Yeah, I'm past it even affecting me. Everybody says it. Oh, about people saying it. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody I, says it. Uh, thank you, God. Of course, first of all, and they, they a lot of them pray. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at what the percentage of these guys are that would say they're somewhat spiritual, at least uh, somewhat uh, spiritual, it's like a hundred percent. I mean, it's right, crazy. Yeah. I see them praying all the time, and every quarterback mentions, uh, you know, God and thanking God and you know praying or whatever. The Chiefs, obviously, we yeah, don't. There's need to a talk. reason. I think there's a reason for that. Which is there's. The scared sa- out there? No, the same reason why people find God in jail. Mm-hmm. Because without something, I know this is crazy, but without something to push you to what these guys go through to get there, like the off-season workout, the pain, the torn ACL, and uh, the rehabs, and the broken fingers, and the all the stuff that it takes to get to play in the NFL, which Everybody else, 
99.9% of the human race bails on. Yep. Like they get into high school and they're like, two a days? Yeah. What? No, thank you. These guys do 20 a days, right? Yeah. I think in order to get through that, you need some sort of motivation that's outside of your own head. And so whatever that is, uh, they grasp onto religion or spirituality or whatever. And so I think that is a big thing. Like, hey, I got to thank God for getting me here because they really did ask God to help them get up in the morning and ride that bike with a busted ACL. Mm -hmm. Like, and so we don't really have to say that because we bust our ACL and we're like, ah, God, right. What an a-hole. I can't right. walk. And we just don't. Yeah. We just never walk again. Yep. And people will argue, well, that's because they've been they've been taught it, right? I mean, it was put in their heads as kids. But I saw something interesting uh, last week. You'd actually like it, Leslie. There's a documentary on PBS about North Koreans escaping. It's a, There's a guy in South Korea who helps North Koreans escape sure. the country. Quite a process. Anyway, they were interviewing one of these girls, a woman, who escaped. And she said, you know, something bad had happened. She basically had no choice but to try to escape. And she's running across a frozen river to cross the border. And she said, I grew up in North Korea. I had no concept of religion or God. The only God we had was the dear leader. That's right. it. Well, actually, so that's mine. So. We didn't, right. We didn't have any religion. She goes, and in that moment, for the first time in my life, as I'm crossing this river... I was praying to something. Suddenly, I was looking for this higher power and asking for help. So I do think that it can come instinctively to humans. Absolutely. As we look out there and see, we don't understand any of this. Yeah, we don't understand any of this. Of course. That's why we had a God of sun and love before we started. The only thing we haven't figured out yet is what happens after you die because nobody can come back and tell you. Yep. It's going to be a tough one. So that's why we need God. It's going to be a tough one. And someone on Twitch pointed out, uh, twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo, Someone pointed out Jason Kelsey is an outspoken atheist. And there's been other ones. Uh, Sure, there's been a couple. What was his name? Was it Steve Uh, Avery who said uh, he blamed God for dropping the pass? He played for the Bills. Arian Foster, outspoken atheist. Arian Foster. There's been a few. Did Ryan Leaf get involved in that, too? Is he talking some trash? I would imagine he's pretty spiritual now. He's a rehab guy. Okay, okay. So Jason Kelsey, speaking of him, Mm -hmm. he may have played his last game. I think he did. I think he said he retired. It was a miserable game, and... uh, uh, it wasn't his fault, but God damn, the Eagles look so bad. They look like a a four-win team. You yeah, know what I mean? They, they, they just they quit. Them and the Cowboys. One year ago, you had a bunch of people in the country saying, would you rather have Hurts or Mahomes? Yeah. And people were voting for him. Oh, and yeah. And I watched him last night. He looked nervous. He looked uh, frantic. I mean, that that safety running back into the end zone, the balls, wide open receivers. Did you and watch the Manning cast he's version of it? I can't watch Manning cast. I only have ESPN 1. <sighs> I can't keep paying for stuff. I only have ESPN 1. ESPN 1. I'm Ray sorry. Lewis on it was so good when yeah. he was talking about all these plays happening, man. It was unbelievable. That guy ha- has forgotten more about football than and most, most people, people ever know. Like, and b- then you put him with both Mannings. Well, what was he saying? Was he blaming Hurts at all? Because Just play, b- blaming the way that we play football now? Yeah. That, you know, he's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why, what are you, why do we have that guy r- rolling out? Just run the ball. Yeah. Run, you're basically like, run the goddamn ball. And then on plays, he's like, why are your defensive ends this is too football in the weeds, but people who watch the Manning cast love that, right? That's yeah. why we're watching it. Yeah. And why are your defensive ends covering running backs out of the backfield and tight yeah. ends? Right. And put their hand in the ground and go get the quarterback. Like, this is what's happening. Like, it looks bad. I don't it know all bad. that stuff. He was really like, this is horrible. It was horrible. Hey, for the record, dude, uh, everything I'm seeing is Jason Kelsey's uh, Christian. 
Oh, really? I, I see nothing about atheism. Someone well, I'm on sure Twitch somebody heard it on podcast. I've never heard that, and I gave Twitch the credit for that because I've not heard that. But he did announce that he's retiring. Senator Jason Kelsey seemed quite emotional on the sidelines, and this morning we may know why. ESPN and the NFL Network, both citing sources who say that Kelsey did, in fact, tell his teammates that he's retiring. Wow. He did not comment about it uh, when he was asked about his future after the game. NBC has reached out to Kelsey's reps and the Eagles, but have not heard back. But all signs are pointing oh. to a heck of a run in yeah. Philadelphia. For I've only had the chance to, to meet him and talk with him once. He was such a nice yeah. guy. I love that. I only had the chance to meet and mm. talk with him once, but uh, such me a too. nice guy. We've got pictures. Yeah, me, me, we, kind of an uh, asshole to me. He seems like a nice guy. Well, whatever. I mean, uh, everybody's got their own experiences. Maybe he's having a bad day. He's retiring. The other news then is Nick Sirianni going to get fired. Maybe it's because I said, put on shoes, dude. Why are you always wearing <laughs> flip-flops? Like, I, don't what? Like, I don't like that. But you know what? You're an athlete. Athletes wear a lot of slides and flip-flops, so yeah, there must be something the to that. I see them Most you know, of them walk, wear slides the with gym. socks. To yeah, the, exactly. then you got, Because then you carry your cleats. They're going to put their shoes on. Right, yeah. But put, around right. the house, they seem to wear the slides right. a lot, too. Just never been my thing, but I'm not an athlete. But... Kelsey's retiring. The other news there is Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles. Will he be fired? Should he be fired? I saw them discussing that on TV earlier. I have no idea. Is it his fault? Whose fault is it that team fell apart? I don't know. But well, he it, lost both coordinators. Yeah. You know, so maybe they were you know more important than he thought. You know, or at least, I mean, those guys went. That happens, man. You win a lot of games. Guys go elsewhere to become head coaches. They take their, you know, they, they, they the take that story. success. Yep. And they try to go with him and replicate that somewhere else, and so you lose coordinators. I don't know. I he probably should be fired. Really, this yeah. is what's crazy to me. This is a guy who took them to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, now, they did lose, but took them to the Super Bowl last year. A thing that a lot of teams would just die to to see. Even yeah, if their I team think lost. they expect. I, I would say you talk about it like if Dan Campbell would have lost, they're not going to fire him. Okay. I think if the Tampa Bay team would have lost, they're not going to fire him. If the Green Bay team would have lost, they're not going to fire him. Okay. Right? If the Houston team would have lost, they're not going to fire him. The expectations in Dallas and Philadelphia are so high. So high, but also the money you pay, you know, uh, uh, the amount of time you've been good, Yeah. the players that you've gotten on your team, you know, you got to win. At least if, you know, I wouldn't even say, you know, I hate to say it, use Detroit as an example, like, you know, if they were to lose, you'd be like, all right, a couple more pieces and we can get there. Yeah, yeah. But if in 10 years they keep adding pieces, or five years they keep adding pieces and don't win, yeah. people are going to be like, yo, you're just good enough to get us there. And I understand that. And I don't know that they would ever do it in Detroit. I don't necessarily know. You're at that same point with them at Dallas and Philadelphia, even with more expectations, I believe, than Kansas City with Marty. Well, I mean, when I saw right? Dallas... It's like even more. Like, the expectations are even more. At least with Kansas City. Like, oh, yes, you're yeah, a small market. Blah, blah, blah. Like, wait, Dallas ain't a small market. It's supposed to be America. Philadelphia ain't a small market. The money's spent, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you got to win, man. Yeah. And so I, I think the pressure's on them more than... I don't really know that I could think of... Jobs where the pressure's on the coach more than those no, two cities. It. Like, in literally, America, I don't think. Yeah, in America, for sure. Now, when the you Cowboys know, lost... The Yankees? I mean, I'm really... If you go to other sports, the Yankees, the Lakers... Yeah. The Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. You know? When the Cowboys lost, I thought, well, McCarthy's going to be gone. It would be weird for... And I texted but I do guys, think in, in your idea that, you know, you could have... Two teams make the playoffs and their coaches get fired. Exactly. That's and, pretty crazy. And other teams not make the playoffs and their coaches get Exactly. Fired. And not, a team that was in the Super Bowl last year, one of them. But hey, but Dallas, you take that job to do it. I get it. You I take that it. job. I want to be the head coach of Dallas and deliver a Super Bowl. I yes. want to be the next Jimmy Johnson. 
That's what I want. I want to be the next Tom Landry. Well, if you don't deliver, then, you know, yeah, you but don't deliver. How much time do you get? Because you fire Andy Reid because he can't win you a Super Bowl. And then he goes and starts winning Super Bowls somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I know. That sucks. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know how much time he no, gets I'm someone. You. And I, you made it. You made it to the game. You got there. You I were think on the if stage. The, I think if the Cowboys beat the Packers the Cowboys are gonna, and he's lose gonna get fired. to the 49ers... Like, maybe. He keeps his job. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. think it's a big deal. I think getting blown out by the Packers in the first round. Yep. That's bad. He's getting fired. Right. And, and I, I think, think they're going to hire and someone. And I think Philadelphia available. getting blown out by Tampa Bay it's and bad. Baker Mayfield. It's bad. As much as I love Baker Mayfield, you're like, that dude didn't have a job right. He's last been, year. Like, what? why is he killing us? He's a journeyman at this point. Right. And he just had the best game in Tampa's playoff history. Yeah. And I've and always liked him. I Tom thought Brady he could be good. But, yeah. you know, so, I, I think if you're the owner, you're like, wait, what? Right. We, how much did we pay Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Did you think? Wait, Hertz, how could we pay? How much are they paying Baker Mayfield? That dude. Yeah. The Baker. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, something's got to change. And now at this point, I'm so heavily vested in all these other people. The only change I can make is you. Right. I can't fire Jalen Hurts. No. Nobody's going to want. I can't trade him. Nobody wants it. But if, if you you agree that Jalen Hurts played like crap. And that he's played like crap the last... That's what I'm saying. That's okay. why you can't trade him. Okay, okay. You can't trade him because if you go to trade him, people are like, yeah, I don't want to pay him. Really? Right? I mean, there's. He, you think he's already lost that aura. He had it. He just had it. I mean, it was just months ago that people were saying, who would you rather have, Mahomes or Hurts? Who's better, MVP, MVP? I mean, somebody would take it, but it, you know, it, you're it's locked crazy. Like, Man, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Washington, 100%. New England, somebody yeah. would take it, but not everybody. But then Dallas ends up with the coach, like, it, probably not Belichick. It could be anyone that's available. There's coordinators that are available, Vrabel's available. Harbaugh. They, they get someone, they get Harbaugh, and maybe they win eight games next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, with the new coach, you're And you're, you're rebuilding again. I guess McCarthy's cursed. That's what they seem to think. Is it McCarthy's cursed? No, and, I mean, Jason Garrett didn't get it done. Right. So, I don't know. But anyway, sorry. Well, who's the last guy to get it done? Jimmy John, or I guess, uh, what's his name? Oh, Barry the guy, Switzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with Oh, uh, uh, Barry Switzer. I love that guy. Uh, when was that? What well, he matter? replaced Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, so we're talking like, what, early 2000s or something like that? Yeah, or? Michael Irvin was on the stage. Leave Barry Switzer the F alone. Because everybody's like, dude, you didn't do anything. I'm like, well... He won a Super Bowl. Right, that's something. It's crazy. What they a did job. have a really good team, it. but yeah. Well, so anyway, sorry. There was you know this right, week. I'm gonna go smoke. Yeah, that that that's the first part of doom scrolling. We can do the non sports news come up. We got to talk about Trump. We got to talk about Nicole Kidman. You guys know that AMC commercial that you see at every AMC movie yeah. where she does the yeah, I like that Welcome one. to the uh-huh. movies, and it went viral. I think it's a good commercial. Well, that's I know people got mad at it for a while, that, but that's yeah. in the news. Really? That's yeah, in I the news. I thought it was cheesy. Yeah, but it's in the news, and I'll tell you why coming up. The church. the church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, let's doom scroll in a minute, baby. Yeah, we got news to talk about. I'm sure you saw the biggest news. Trump won Iowa? He did. He did. It was... I was surprised that uh, Meatball Ron got as much support as he did. I know. I thought he was I know to people were like, third. oh, he got killed. I was like, man, he got over 20%. I would not have expected that. No, they acted like he was going to be a distant third. Yeah. At least that was the interpretation I got. But plenty to talk about. We'll doom scroll here in just a couple minutes. Hang tight. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Well, Laszlo, mm-hmm. we're done talking about sports, unfortunately. we got to talk about the other news. Iowa Republicans sent a pretty clear signal, I would say, yesterday. And uh, I guess that signal would be that the party still belongs to Donald Trump. It's his party. And, I mean, Trump even said, all right, guys, I just won by a damn landslide. It's time for you all to get out. Ugh, it's January 16th. And here we are talking about this. It happened yesterday, and Trump is still 
the leader of the Republican Party. It's now off to New Hampshire. Former President Trump this morning setting his sights on New Hampshire and the general election. This is the first because the big night is going to be in November. After cruising to a win in the Iowa caucuses with a record margin of victory, coming in at 51% of the vote, his rivals trailing far behind. Mr. Trump now making the case for his competitors to coalesce behind him. I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. The former president winning nearly every voting block, including caucus goers without a college degree, the very conservative, white evangelicals, and those over 65. Well, there you go. They say even in this small sampling of voters, roughly 110,000 of Iowa's 2.2 million people, practically a focus group on a national scale, Trump proved himself to be a daunting hurdle for his party's rivals in a state he'd already carried twice. Many of the thousands who traveled snow-packed roads and below zero temperatures to register those opinions in the company of their neighbors may have defaulted to Trump in the absence of a next-generation candidate with the look of a winner. They said, quote, if there was someone that felt like he or she could be a winner, it might have kept Trump below 50 percent, said Gentry Collins, a Republican strategist who ran Mitt Romney's 2008 campaign. Uh, quote, so now there's not a candidate who looks like a winner. Yeah. Quote, yeah, it looks like Trump. I was surprised, though, that Meatball Ron got more than 20 percent. I thought Haley. he'd be in like the 6 percent range. I, know. I didn't. He beat Nikki Haley. Yeah, I, I was pretty surprised us. by that. That's got to be at least somewhat. Did you see the guy who came up and gave him a participation trophy? No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, it's a video. The guy came up. He's standing. There. He's like, "Hey, before we get started, I want to give you this participation." Some guy, trophy. a Trump supporter or something? Or I, I no, I didn't feel. I feel like he might have been a liberal. Okay. And he came up and handed him a trophy and was like, "You know, we all knew you couldn't win, but just real proud of you for coming out here and giving it a shot." He spent and then a lot came of money. And got him away. He spent a lot of money. Uh, I mean, he got a lot of money. They 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 touted him as this is the new leader of the Republican Party. Then he entered the race, yeah. and it just didn't take, and people were still saying Trump, Trump, Trump. I mean, I saw, they're, of course, interviewing people on the street. I saw some woman say, well, I voted for Trump twice, but I'm never going to vote for him again, but I'm not voting for Biden, so I'll vote third party. Right. And, of course, the media is saying that's probably going to be Trump's biggest hurdle. Well, I got audio here, the participation trophy. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good. What? Nothing's going to stop us. Uh, real quick, before we get started, thank you, everyone. Oh, oh I know this guy. I want to present you know. to you this participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> now, probably not going to win the election, right? But we're proud of you for trying. participation trophy. Sorry, buddy. He's special, he's unique, and he's our little snowflake. Okay, it was a liberal for sure. Some guy you recognize? You know him for sure. Is he some guy that does on the street stuff? He does on the street. Okay. Of Trump rallies. Okay. You, I don't know his name, but you recognize Okay. Is it the guy that has the documentary now on HBO or at least the series where he's know. out talking to people? Well, anyway, the Republican Party looks to belong to Donald Trump. So there you go. How many months you got until this election? November what? When's the election? November 4th? November About 7th? Ten November, months. Yeah. I mean, it's not long. I kept saying, well, it's so far away. But I was over. Yeah. And Trump just won by That's a crazy. lot. It is crazy. And uh, I don't remember it being, I don't know. This time of year? Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. I don't remember it being mixed it with up? football. Football. Me like neither. it really lost all like usually it was like a big deal. But. Okay, I, that, I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't remember having to turn off the game to figure out what happened. But did they I don't remember it? not realizing it happened. Yeah. Like it's always been a big deal. I don't remember it like me like, oh, did that happen? Because I've been watching football. But then I thought maybe it's always been and they moved football to Monday because of the snow? Yeah. 
so we were more we were more like football wouldn't normally be, but is it? But you know was, what I mean? I thought maybe it was because we knew Trump was going to win, so we weren't interested. Well, maybe football would but, be over and we'd be talking about it on Monday, but we were off because of Martin Luther King Day, and then there was football anyway. But there was a game scheduled for Monday, right? Because the Eagles and the and the Bucks wasn't that was that yesterday? Yeah, yeah. So they played yesterday. Monday night, right? Yeah. So I don't remember that being a thing. You know, yeah, like I mean, hey, yeah, let's see right. the results coming in, which they were talking about on other channels. So. I don't know. It could just be because we knew that Trump was going to win. I don't know. Of course, he's also got a lot of trials that he's facing. My state of Missouri has really turned into my state of Texas because I saw the attorney general say something about taking Biden off of the ballot. And they were like, why? Uh, Insurrection. I'm like, what insurrection? And he's like, insurrection. Like, what a country, man. (laughs) What a country. What can you do? We're too old to, you know, organize and try and make change. We just have to sit and watch it burn. Oh, yeah. Young people are just fighting with each other. They're so angry. And I, I'm too old for it. I'm too old. It seems ridiculous. Am I supposed right? to put on my tight it jeans? It seems and... ridiculous that you would look back on those four years of Trump and be like, that's what we want. I know. And these people are still saying I mean, even if you were like, this last four years is horrible. Yeah. It wasn't, the last four years have not been as bad. No, not at all. Turn like, on the literally, TV. we had to, we were, and I'm not even saying it's all his fault. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but... Yeah. Literally, we were fighting over toilet paper. Right. Yep. So even if that wasn't his fault, I don't see. I could see like maybe you're like, hey, that wasn't his fault, and he'd be a great president. But I'll tell you, go back and be like, hey, remember when he was in office? How awesome it was! I'm like, when all of us died, right? Uh, and we had to fight each other for chicken wings and toilet paper. You know, the the part that gets me is remember when he had. I, I can't believe that we look back on that fondly. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but he had all of his followers go to the Capitol when they were going to certify the uh, the vote, the election, and they they <laughs> broke in, attacked people. That. People died, and yeah. they were outside saying, "Hang the vice president, yeah. hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence." I thought that might turn some people off. No, apparently it amped them up. I got people sending me messages saying they're going to kill me. By the way, Snowcone, did you, you did? Do you send that to the cops? Hmm? Did you send that to the cops? Who said you were going to kill you? Snowcone sent me a screenshot from something where a guy said, Slumpfast didn't have to worry about his health or something we've been talking about. He said, because when I get out of prison, I'm going to kill him. Was that War Machine? Don't even say it. It was War Machine. Don't say it. It wasn't. It didn't say that it was. Was it War Machine? It did not say that. It just said someone someone said there. It was War Machine? Snowcone didn't seem concerned at all. If it had been him, he would have been extremely upset. It was... the email was like the address was like warmachine at prison.com or whatever. Oh, so they, it was well, I didn't see that part. Well, they can put in whatever they want. You know what I mean? It's the contact us thing. I didn't see that part. So they can put in whatever email they I want. I just saw the like screen name and it did not say warm. Well, maybe it's warmachine. <sighs> He's not going to get out for a while, so. I need bodyguards. I need bodyguards. Well, bodyguards aren't going to help you against warmachine. Yes, they will. I'll get big ones. Warmachine will kill your bodyguards. I'll get too. the Irish guy. Nobody's gonna. Uh, I'll get Joe Rogan. I'll get the Irish guy. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. He'll at least give me time to get away. Mm. He might not. I don't know. I don't know anything about UFC. Where's Hoist Gracie? He's got to be alive, uh, looking for something to do. He, he could take down guys. 10 I'm times just saying size. nobody. I don't think anybody wants to fight War Machine. No, but you know, if you get paid, no be... one wants to go to work, but we go because we get paid. So. I know, but seems like he's volatile. He could be volatile. He's got a hot temper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you calling him a puss. Is, I did not say that. Okay. You are the one who keeps saying it. I didn't say it. I've never said it. I don't even know that he's I guilty. I just said I was concerned for his girlfriend. I wasn't I was there. I don't know what happened. 
Let's move on. It's very cold out. Very cold weekend. You know, I saw people doing the tricks, throwing the boiling water in the air, freezing spaghetti noodles. People really like to have fun when it gets cold. I just like to stay inside. It's as good an excuse as any to not have to leave the house when it's negative five degrees. People showed up to that Chiefs game, though. God bless them. I think they said it was the coldest game at Arrowhead. And I've been to some cold games. And I thought, God, it's like 20 degrees colder than the cold game that I went to. But they were there. They did it. I stayed inside. But over 80% of the country is under this Arctic blast or whatever This morning, the deadly Arctic blast is gripping more than 80% of the country, killing at least seven nationwide, with five more deaths suspected to have been caused by temperatures so cold, in some parts it feels like minus 50, transforming roads into potential death traps. There's so many car accidents, it's really bad. To the south, a state of emergency declared in parts of Tennessee. Nashville and Memphis feeling wind chills in the single digits. But here comes a big one. With some even skiing through the streets. Not that. The snow reaching as far west as Oklahoma. And in Texas, the dangerous conditions raising concern for that state's power grid and plumbing. Well, again, here the we storm go. also creating chaos in the air, with more than 4,100 flights canceled nationwide on Monday and more than 8,000 delays, according I saw those, to FlightAware. I saw those frozen power lines in Texas they showed on the news. I was like, oh, here we go. Right. Here we go. Did they fix it or did they not fix it? Also, I was thinking when it was this cold and all anyone was talking about was the weather. I thought, I wonder how cold it can get. And your house can still keep you warm. Like, you have a regular furnace. My furnace went out. What? <laughs> Where'd you go? To a church? No. So, thank God, man. I called our buddy Dan. Yeah. Who does the furnace stuff. Yeah. And it had been going on and off for a little bit, but it has been working for a while. He came over and took a look at it, needed a new filter, just some little stuff, right? Uh-huh. And then he, we ended up texting each other the night before, and he was like, man, I don't want to jinx it, but how's it going? I'm like, still running. Perfect. I woke up the next morning. It was like 58 in my house. <laughs> And it wasn't running. I was like, no. Do you have and a so fireplace? Then, yeah. Okay. But then I went downstairs and I'm looking at it. I'm doing all the stuff we did before. Now, this guy's a genius. I and he, so I text him and he texted me back. And, you know, we're talking about uh, your furnace gives off little lights mm-hmm. and that'll tell you what's wrong with it. Uh, so solid one, two blinking ones, pause. Solid one, two blinking ones, pause. So we're looking at that stuff. And then he's like, hey, take a picture of your thing. I take a picture of it. He draws an arrow. On the picture and says, take off this tube very carefully. Oh, my God. It's like a YouTube tutorial. Right? And I'm like, okay. He's like, now stick a paper clip right here and spin it around and then blow through that tube and make sure all the air is going back and forth. I did all that. Put it back on. Magic Dan. <laughs> Magic Dan. Boom. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a good guy. I'm like, thank you, man. At my house, I don't have a well, Hopefully it's on when I get home. He's like, you know, hopefully that works. Right. I have a, but, a So then I like turned it up to 85 just to see if it was working? No. Or to get it to warm back up. Yeah. <laughs> warm, yeah. warm back up and then get it that hot in case it kicks off again. Yeah. It'll take a while to get back down to 59. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you got the fireplace. I've got one of those gas fireplace things where it's it's not fire. It's like one of those old 1950s uh, furnace things. You light it with a lighter. It yes, it actually was. Thank you, Counselor Page on a Twitch TV uh, slash Church Alive. She says it's like disarming a bomb. That's exactly what That's it was. What it She's like, like, be very careful and take off that red tube. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's no. like die, It's like die hard. Uh, or I guess lethal weapon. Yeah, I I was saying, so my house has a boiler. It uses hot water. And I've learned this from living in my house. My house is one story. But if you have those radiators in like buildings where it's multiple stories, they use steam because the steam has to travel up. If it only has to do one floor, it's not steam. It's hot water. So I literally have hot water running through radiators to heat my house. And I'm thinking to myself, how how cold can it get where hot water 
will keep you warm. I mean, it was working, but it, you know, at one point it was like negative 10 degrees. And I just thought, how is my house? I don't understand anything. Right. So I'm like, how is my house being heated by hot? It's not even boiling. It's just hot water. It's bizarre. But then I saw that story about that church. Did you see the story about the church where they brought in people who are um, unhoused, right? Is that what you say? Temporarily unhoused yeah. or unhoused uh, people. Unsheltered. Until they brought them in and uh, the city said, hey, no, you can't do that. You've got to have a permit. You can't house these people because you need a permit. They told a church who's housing cold people that they had to kick them out because they didn't have a permit. The church is like, What's ba- basically like, go to hell. Uh, I had it saved here. Hold on, let me find it. Church needed a permit to warm the homeless. I just thought this was insane because you do see people outside. Edwardsville Warming Shelter finds $750 a day for a city voting, uh, zoning violations. The first Baptist church, where is this? Edwardsville, Illinois. As bitter cold temperatures hit the bi-state, a local church is being penalized for sheltering the homeless. Uh, they're fining the church $750 a day for opening its door to those in need. Back in October, the city of Edwardsville notified shelter organizers with the Glen Ed Whatever Alliance about the need for a special use permit to ensure life safety measures were in place. It's negative five, yeah, and you're like, come, come inside, on. and you're going to fine the church? That's ridiculous. Bad look, government. Real bad luck. The Church of Laszlo. I can never go to New Orleans again because of it. It's You were so... Traumatized. Traumatized by it. By the women flashing. We were talking about male flashers. and Well, we were talking about people sending pictures of their wieners, and then someone on Twitch said, well, the first person to do it was probably the same kind of person that flashes girls in public. Mm. I said, I remember as a kid in like Mad Magazine, they always had the flasher. He wore this, the trench coat. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I didn't... I don't remember hearing about it in real life, and I also thought as a kid, well, it's a victimless crime, right? Because he's not doing anything to you. But then I heard later as I got older, people explained, no, 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 because... You know, when he does it, the the victim okay, might not why, know that that's all he's going to do, and right. it can be traumatizing. That's, that's why I said all these guys traumatized at Motley Crue shows, yeah, because they saw boobs, and we and didn't in know. In New Orleans, the women just flash for no reason, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yep, it's horrifying. It is. What I've sh- never been the same. What show did you see the most boobs at? Was it Motley Crue? I know Guns and Roses; they do it a lot. I went to a Metallica mm. show, no boobs. No. I guess I was too late. I used to have to work Rockfest every year and that. I mean, yeah. You saw boobs? A lot, of, a lot of boobs. Are you okay? I guess I did see boobs yeah. at Rockfest. Do you need to talk to somebody? I'm getting better. Okay. It's a, it's a day, Are you working through it with a counselor? By, day by day. You okay, know, baby Good. steps. Do you remember that time that I went to Rockfest and uh, I walked up and like it was one of the times where it rained so it got muddy? And as, I mean, as soon as I get there, I walk up and I'm trying to I get through the entrance and this guy comes sliding through the mud, and he jumps up. He looks like Tommy Boy covered in mud. He's completely covered in mud. And he goes, slump fast. And I was like, oh. And he goes, what the f- are you doing here? And I was like, well, this is like a different kind of energy. You know what I mean? Because a lot of our shows, people always felt like I was the oldest one there. There's a lot of right, younger sure. people. You know, very. I'm more of a death cab for cutie sort of concert goer. And here's this guy covered in mud. The first thing he says, what are you doing here? I didn't know if he was angry at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or what? But it turns then- out he just... No, 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 no. Seemed like a nice guy. Came over and shook my hand. A little muddy, a little muddy, but it looked like he was having a good time. But I don't. Did you think, ask him to? I don't think I actually did see any boobs there. No, he just walked over, mm. shook my hand after that. But uh, were you hoping anyone? I did see boobs at Blink One Eighty Two. I saw boobs at Blink One Eighty Two. Mm. You were at that show. I'm sure the one with Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We've been working together a long time. I look up what year that was. But I remember it. I, it's long enough ago that I remember Tom DeLonge saying, "Hey, everybody, now instead of holding up a lighter." 
hold up your phone and everyone had a flip phone. So everyone held up their phone and opened it up and you saw all these lights from flip phones because no one had smartphones yet. Mm. That's how long ago it was. Lazo and I have grown together. We've aged together. We've loved one another. All these years. And here we are. It's like 2004? 2004. 20 years ago. Mm -mm -mm. 20 years ago. We've been together 22 years now. I still haven't lost interest in you. No, nor have I lost interest in you. What about Nicole Kidman? She's been around for 30-some years. That we've She's been famous. None of us have lost interest in her. She did an AMC commercial. There's nothing to it. She just walks into a movie theater. She sits down alone. She watches Jurassic Park, and she talks about how great going to the movies is. Somehow this goes viral. This was also post-COVID. AMC was doing that whole stock thing, right? People thought they were going to get rich from AMC stock. She does this commercial. They're still running it to this day. Well, you've seen it. We've all seen it at this point a million times. You know what she's wearing. It's like that that uh, suit. What do you call that? A pantsuit sort of thing. Yeah. And it's got the shiny stripes on it. She looks very classy, right? Yeah, sure. So that suit, this is how famous that commercial has become. That suit that she wore is now going to be up for auction. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow... Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. That video, which runs before movies, took the internet by storm. Fans recreating her legendary monologue. Now that sparkly Michael Kors jumpsuit is up for sale. It's a size two. The gray pinstripe ensemble is being auctioned off by Sotheby's and is expected to fetch somewhere between five and $10,000. Man, wow. rich people have such a cool life. Yeah. It's like, hey, remember that commercial Nicole Kidman did with AMC that annoyed everyone? And if you had 7500 bucks, you could take it yeah. and wear it to the movies. That's it. And you're like, no, so no, no, cool. no, this is the suit i don't think you understand that's a bentley out front this is the same suit she wore they said uh somewhere around five thousand dollars the highest bid they had last time i checked was like forty five hundred bucks i had no idea that commercial was like viral i mean i oh yeah we've all seen it when it first happened it it went really viral people were discussing it some people thought it was terrible some people thought it was great that amc was doing it and then people just got annoyed with it because they said why is this still running but the thing is I went and saw Iron Claw. They still ran it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's I saw been... Killers of the Flower Moon, they ran it. They ran it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's been years now. Uh-huh. I don't get annoyed, but I am sort of like, wow. But you know what? I'll bet back in the day they had those promo things that ran forever. Yeah. Let's all go to the movies or go get a Coke or whatever. No one thought anything of it. But just to be rich, I saw Tom Brady's baseball card. Did you see that? Mm. Auctioned off for like 100... Twitch, you guys heard me reading it earlier, like $180,000, something like that. I mean, just to have that kind of money, they just go, yeah, I want to buy this stuff. I'll buy this suit. Of course, why not? It's crazy. I've been rewatching Stranger Things, and I thought, you know, I'll bet those toys that they sell, they might be worth money someday. So I go on Amazon. People are already charging like $165, $600. And I thought, I could have bought that stuff a couple years ago. I could have bought stock in GameStop a couple years ago. Yeah. I could have invested in Bitcoin and just waited for it to go up. It goes up. It goes way down. It goes but up. then it does go up again. And what do we do? We buy Blockbuster and AMC. Yeah, We're just sitting jokes. here. Yep, splitting Diet Cokes, parking across the street, <laughs> parking at the church across the street, Man. hoping we don't get towed. And it's not because we weren't supposed to park there. It's because we haven't made our car payment, and our cars have GPS on them. You know, when these, when these suits go up for auction, it's not exactly something that crosses your mind like, hey, that could be mine. But it is for somebody, and it's nice to fantasize about. I'm, hap- I'm happy for Rich. People. I'm not mad at him. No, I'm happy for him. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's up? So we've got someone on Twitch. I'm not going to say any names or give any details, but someone on Twitch who sent me a link. Uh, you know, he, here's how you get a prescription through the web. I know it's possible. I've seen people do it. Right. Um, Brooke was able to get one. You know, you go on an app. They say, hey, we've got this doctor. 
They're going to look at your little survey and really? then they'll prescribe it to you. I've never, every time I've clicked through on one of these things, I've never been able to get it to work. The ones I'm always trying is Ozempic, right? Everyone wants Ozempic. Ozempic you want it? Yeah, of course, want it? of course I want it. Everyone wants to lose a couple pounds. If I get rid of my gut, I figure I take a shot in the leg. I stop eating right. as much. I okay. stop eating cereal at night. It seems I, like you're a pretty skinny guy. It just seems like that's a pretty drastic. Well, that should tell you how much people want this. And people in Hollywood, I know they were joking around about it at one of the award shows last night, that like every celebrity in Hollywood now, doesn't matter what they look like, they all want Ozempic, which wouldn't surprise me at all. But when no. you got this many people taking a drug, you're going to have some adverse effects, right? Okay. And I have to tell you about this headline that I saw. Now, this is from the Daily Mail, but it says... Woman will suffer diarrhea forever. Forever. After Ozempic caused horror bowel injury. Oh, God. How excited were you to read that and, story? And weight loss drug made another vomit until her teeth fell out. Claimed dozens of lawsuits saying Maker failed to warn of its dangers. So let's just focus on the diarrhea for the rest of your life. That's bad. This woman, it says, will suffer diarrhea for the rest of her life after using Ozempic. She's among dozens of patients, again, according to Daily Mail who are suing the maker of the blockbuster weight loss drug over claims it left him with crippling stomach paralysis. Okay? Now, this was the question that I asked Snow Cone earlier. I believe this is the girl. Okay. Again, this is the Daily Mail. This is the picture they posted. So let's just pretend this is the girl. You meet her on a dating site. She yeah. says, something you should know about me. I have diarrhea forever. Yeah, I'm not. You're not? I'm out. You're out? Why? Well, one... We could get over that. So we stay home all the time. Yeah, but you can't. And then she's always complaining about it. Yeah, she's all, you know you can't you know you can't get on a plane or anything. Not that I want to anyway, but it's just <laughs> Not that I want to. It's anything. just like you can't do anything, <laughs> right? Like without like, her at worrying least you about. You know you could go if you needed to, right? Like right. oh, and then you know we can't go to like it's just always like constant. Can you open up my emodium pills for me? Right? It's just like a constant pain in the ass. All right, all right. No, I know it's no worse for her. Yet. But, I mean, if we're out on our first date, why do I got to get wrapped up in that nonsense? Okay, well, let's not say that I'm saying this no, is forever. If it's somebody I knew, then it'd be okay. Like, yeah, we can deal with this. That's fine. Okay, but let's... But my first date, I meet her on Hinge. Yeah. And we go to a date, and she's like, I have chronic diarrhea. Yeah. And it's never going away. I'd yeah. be like, well, it's too much. You've got two bathrooms. You've got three bathrooms, right? I have three. Yeah, I mean... I'm not saying you have to you have to be together forever, but would you give her a shot? I guess is what I'm asking. You you kind of took that as would you stay with this person? I'm saying would you give date this person and give it a shot and see what no. diarrhea is like? You wouldn't. Okay. No, if I already okay. knew her, then yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'd have to like her first. So yeah. So there's no reason app. to get to like her. Okay. Well, I just hope that she knows. I saw her picture. If she is on dating apps, I think there are some people that would, you know. Try try to live with the diarrhea for life. At least give it a give, give it a shot. It it could be worse. It's a lot. It's of not work. good. And I hadn't thought about the airplane thing. Like anything. That's, that's, like you're going to go over to Colorado. Like anything. It's always like that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Okay, but I got to pull over. Like it's just constant with her. I, I I hadn't thought about the travel. It's already annoying. But she could say, "You go fly. I can't fly. You know, uh, go have fun." Oh yeah, I'm sure that's yeah. What she might she knows she's got diarrhea. No. Yeah. I don't think she's going to say that. You don't? Well, okay. I don't know. I say it's worth a shot. Now, I have another question for you. You could trade a year. Did you guys already see this? You what? could trade a year of your life, but each year that you trade costs you 500000 or gives you $500,000. 
So you say, I'm Do gonna, I know how long nope, I'm going to live? Nope. Well, then no. So you start knocking years off your life for $500,000. How many years do you give them? Here's my thing that I thought about, Lazo. If I'm going to die in a year or two, and I take the money and I die, well, whatever. I was, I was going to die anyway. Now, if I take the money and I'm going to live... What, well, after you take the 70, money, do they tell you, or do you just never know? You don't know. You don't know. You know that you've taken this many years off of your life, of what you were going to live. Right, yeah. I'll take... How much? Two. A million dollars, right? Yeah, I'll take two. I was thinking, you know, at first I was getting greedy. I thought, well, you know, a million dollars, I could blow that. Why don't I give him four years? Maybe I'll live to be. Maybe I'll live to be Joe Biden's age. Probably not. But maybe I'll live to be. Let's say I live to be seventy. All right. I gave myself four years. That knocked me up at sixty-six. And I was like, yeah, that's a little too young. I think yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, sixty-six. He looks pretty good. Uh, you know, sixties aren't old anymore. Mm-mm. So if I knew I was going to make it to eighty, I'd take the four years. But not knowing, I'm going to take two. I think that's probably the most Two's common answer. Two's fair. And if it kills you, well then. Yeah, like you were going to die early anyway, so it didn't matter. It was, you know, 64 to 62 is too early. Right. If you make it to 77, 75, meh, close enough. A lot of people on Twitch said four years. So, I mean, I get four it. Four years, but if you made it to 70, 70 seems okay as compared to 66. Uh, yeah, so you let's say that you're... Let's say you get close to life expectancy. Not life expectancy, but close. I think the male, white male life expectancy in the United States now is somewhere around like 78 Okay. 77, something like that. It went down a year. But let's just say that you're getting close to that. Well, then if I knock off four years, uh, around 70. Right. But you're going to be thinking about it constantly. You're going to be going to the doctor, getting checkups, and thinking, oh, my God, I'm 52 years old. I'm getting this annual well, checkup. My day? I had no idea that I was about to get cancer two years from now. And I really want those two years back because I blew all my money on Escalades and Tahoes that I didn't need. And now I have nothing to show for it except this thing hanging over my head that well, I'm going to die be, two maybe, years early. I mean, maybe at that point, if you blow all your money, like, I, hey, can I give you two more? <laughs> That's true. You just start doing it. Just become greedy. Like, listen, I need another year. Right. And the genie's like, well, you know, you don't know you for know sure. The rules. Like, yeah, that's fine. Actually, while you're at it, just give me two. Give me 10. Because I know I'm in here. I can blow. Give me 10. Right. And there's a chance. Because <laughs> the genie would have to be like, you don't have 10. <laughs> right, of course. Well, damn. But. There's also a eight? chance that you we don't live long eight. enough that maybe they come up with all these cures for things in the next... Look at how exponential healthcare <coughs> is growing. Maybe they have some sort of cure for a lot of the things that kill us. Prostate cancer, not an issue anymore, right? You catch it early. They take care of yeah. it. A lot of things that used to kill guys, you need a heart surgery, we'll go through your wiener with a little stethoscope, right? I'll go through your wiener with a little stethoscope. I know you will. <laughs> for $500,000. Each each oh, little stethoscope, 500000 The Church of Laszlo. What's up, you big bitch? I'm full of questions for you today. Please. Because I saw so many of them over the weekend. Okay, guys. You wake up. It's 1924. Mm -hmm. They asked people, if this happened, what would be your top priority? First thing. Now, something like 44% of people said their top priority would be trying to get back to 2024. Hmm. But over 40% of people also said they use their knowledge and skills about the future to get rich. I I know that comedian just did it first, but it's true. Nate Bergazzi, like, where he talks about like I, they wouldn't know I'm from the future. Oh, like yeah, they're <laughs> right. like, oh well, we have these phones. Like, well, how do they work? Yeah, like, you got to put metal pretty high. <laughs> yeah, that's a great bit. Right, and it's, and true, it's true. But I'm thinking like, what could you make money on? You could. I don't remember who won the World Series or anything. 1924. It's going to be tough because it's not like you can invest in Microsoft, or, right? And or I don't Apple. know anything about it. But the, it's the Great Depression, right? 
I mean, I guess my the top roaring twenties. My top priority would be staying out of World War II. I suppose, depending. On, I'm old enough. I guess I wouldn't have to worry about it, right? I guess you're going back at the age you at are your now. age now. I guess is that that's probably what they're saying. All okay. right. So if you go back at my age now, then I guess I don't have to worry about World War II. I mean, I do, but I don't have to worry about fighting in it. I mean, so you how know do you, we win. Yeah, but how do you make money on it? What are you going to bet in Vegas? I'll bet we win. I'll bet the Japanese attack Pearl Harbor on December 7th. Well, then you're just going to get arrested because right. they're going to yeah, say yeah, you were yeah. part you can't of it. Do that. So what am I going to do? You can't warn anybody. These people that say they're going to use modern knowledge and skills, what modern knowledge? I can't build a computer for you, right? I mean, what am I going to do? And I don't know what companies to invest in. Is the Great Depression going on? Has 1924. It 1924? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, that's the year. But I'm saying, when did, I thought, when did the Depression hit? When did the market crash? 1923? Like okay, I thought it was late 20s. Because yeah, you the have the roaring 20s. The roaring 20s, 20s. So things are good. Then the market crashes. So now how am I going to make money? These, well, you're going to have to... These people say they're using their buy, modern skills. <laughs> buy what? So, buy pork bellies? We sell buy gold? stock. In what though? We don't know any of these companes. Once I, a if you're alive, once the stock market crashes, yeah, and everybody's selling, we you take could money buy. Out. Take my money out because I know it's going to crash. So I take my money right. out early. Well, I don't even know if you have money. I guess yet, you don't have there any money before, yet. But if you yeah. have money, then you know once it crashes and everybody's poor, you start buying everything. All right. So I get a job in 1924. That's my first priority is to get a job. It's the Roaring Twenty. Save my money because I'm going to invest it in the stock market after it crashes. If I see anything that has a name like Rockefeller on it, I probably invest in that, right? Yeah, standard. Standard. Yeah, yeah anything. Rail, oil, Rockefellers. Yeah, I just no, don't Twitch know. Twitch says Ford was already around. Disney. Yeah, yeah, Disney's but, around. Yeah, but do we know, like, okay, how long is it going to take for Disney to make me rich? Would I, it be I instant? try and find Walt Disney, the, the man. And go and, work for and him? And I partner with him, yeah. Ooh, now this is a good idea to go work with someone. You could go find... You know, whoever, whichever Ford was in charge in 1924, Henry Ford or his son or whatever, and you could say, Hey, I have ideas. Let me mm -hmm. show you some ideas. And you just give them all the ideas. But I'm not a good artist. So, what am I going to say? Hey, you should make this car called the Mustang. And you're like, What's it look like? Well, I can't draw it. Right? right. I just tell them to name it that. I tell them I'm from the future. They're going to kick me out of the board meetings. Who do you, if you go talk to Walt Disney, what are you going to tell them? I, I don't know, but I'm trying to, but I'm figuring it out. Hey, you should make a Lion King cartoon. I would I, I I don't know, but I'm I'm kissing his ass and as far as I can. Everyone wants to be around the Rockefellers at this point. They already yeah, know the they're rich. Rockefellers, but they're already gone. That, that, so what do I do? Do I do Daniel Day Lewis and go to Texas and start digging for? That's what I do. You I go, go to Houston. Oil? I go to Houston yeah. and I start looking for oil. I team up with the Hunts. You don't know how to do that. You team up with someone. You say I'll work for you for this percentage. Yeah, I mean, because they're down there people, looking already. People find they're already down there. Yeah, yeah they're down there looking. Once they find it and they start sharing, exactly because it's a lot of money. And you say, look, give me this percentage. I'll help out. Hell, I could help out around the house. I don't know. Just try and get into that family. Mm -hmm. I don't know if rich people share their money, though. I'm looking for oil and trying to find Walt Disney. I think going to Texas and looking for oil could be decent. Just be Daniel Day-Lewis. Just be down there digging for oil. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, that's I mean, my yeah, thing. Like, he, he didn't really do it. either. But he just kind of poking he around. Just, he was in the movie, but what does Paul Thomas Anderson know about searching for oil? Is that really what they did? Just stick stuff in the ground and wait for something to bubble up? I mean, that's what it seemed like. All right, I'm with you, Snow Cone. I think we're dumb enough to do this together. Let's We'll just walk we'll, down we'll to Houston. We'll just start digging around. We'll start hitchhiking our way down like, to Houston. What are you guys doing? Digging around? digging around? For oil, yeah. Where? Uh, the same way, in the desert. No, down there somewhere. Down, <laughs> down there in Houston. There's a lot of oil. We know that. Yeah. And we know they find it around this time. They're starting to find a lot of it. Yeah. So we dig around, we find some, or we team up with the family that we know is going to be successful, like the Hunts. Yeah. Right? And we say, hey, 
We want to help. Let's yeah. be a business partner. If you can find a I hunt. I can give you predictions. You can find a hunt. I know yeah. where their house is. Yeah, okay. The family house in okay. Dallas. Okay, Go down weird. there and say, hey, I want to team up with you guys. i got a lot of predictions about the future. And then oh, I'll find, trust me, I'll Hoover's going to win. I'll find Disney. Whatever works out, we, either way, we'll take care of each other. Yeah, and you can tell them along the way, I'll I tell you how this war is going to really end. putting too much work in it. And they're going to be like, this guy is a damn savant, right? Mm -hmm. He can say the future. Don't get too much because you don't want to be arrested by the CIA. But like, I'll tell you what they do. I bet they're working on a nuclear weapon. Yeah, you know but if you is? say, you know, Hitler bunker cyanide pistol, like... That's they, too much. That's not too much because you couldn't possibly, like, output that, predict that. You know what I mean? Like... Right, I guess you're right there's because no there's way no way like, help unless you that. helped made it happen. Yeah, okay, so then you know what? At least one of the women, because they're more open, right? Mm -hmm. They uh, one of the women in the family would hopefully be like, "Trust me, Reed and Spencer, they know something. Right. We can tell. We they know get something. a lot of stuff. We need wrong to keep too. them around. Yeah, you like, know, it was wrong. like, oh man, Truman's gonna be here. No, they, three or they four went times. to Sicily at one point. I, I don't know. Like, Wait yeah. till they go to Normandy. You're gonna love oh, it. Oh, Normandy's it's big. a big one. A lot of people are gonna die. Try and keep your kids out of that. Yeah, one. Normandy. That's, that's about that's Utah one. and yeah. Omaha or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll know enough, and then we just say we just want a slight percentage of your company. We're rich. Mm -hmm. What else can we do? I can't go. If I could draw, I could go to a car company and say these cars will be popular in the future. I'm. I still think Disney's the way to go here. What are you going to do at Disney? You're not an know, animator. But, but I can figure it out. What, take more I mean, public I got domain ideas? Because I've seen The Lion King, so yeah. Like, hey, what so that's do, what you're going to do? What about doing this? Make it, write him a oh, script when the Lion King? come out? I could get close enough to Now it. you have to write treatments and scripts and hope that he pays you? That's not going to make you I'm rich. I'm more of a concept guy. I sit in the back and kind of tell you my ideas, and you, and you flesh them out. I don't know. What is Twitch saying? Snow White, you know, or something? Napa Valley... Go bet on sports. What sports do you know in 1924 that you're yeah, going to be able right. to? I know that I need to bet on the Yankees every year. I'm sure that's fair. Bet on the Yankees. Keep every betting year, on the Yankees. right? I know I need They're to bet on Babe Ruth winning the home run, but I don't know if you can bet on that. Sure. In the 20s. Will, someone will take your money. Yeah. For sure. So we I'm betting on the Yankees no matter what. Yeah. But then what else? You know, it's like there's not enough sports going on yet that we know about. To know the future of those things. Well, I mean, you, I think that's it. You bet on the Yankees and you take your money, you wait for the crash, invest and then you after just the invest crash. all the stock. I don't you know gotta, why I got to go to Houston, dig around in the sun. Because I don't, we don't know what to Maybe invest in. Maybe I figure in. out who is famous. Like as I'm thinking about, it, I know there's nowhere to look at it, but I go and look at all the movies. Like who isn't famous yet that I know is around the 20s or the yeah, 30s? Yeah. Like I don't know, is Marlon Brando popular? I see if he's on the list. If he's not. I go find Marlon Brando. So I'm gonna be his manager. What? What? You be his manager? Okay. Yeah. Once the talk is going out, out, like, hey, we got to go to L.A. And then he was going to get there anyway. I just jump on that train early. Find some of those people. You'd know some. Once Louis the, Armstrong. Well, I don't know. Like, who doesn't that I know is wildly famous from the 30s? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That isn't popular yet. I. That's oh, it. I 30s, start my own tough, management 30s. company with all these people. How but, easy is that? But yeah, by 40s, I, that's you'd what know. I'm doing with Disney. 40s, you'd know because you start to get like Cary Grant and some of those names you know. 30s, I'm sure you'd hear something that you recognize. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I know that <clears> woman. But now you're saying you're going to go be their assistant? How, does that mean no, their manager? Their manager. Okay. You're going to go manage them and say, once you see the names that you recognize, you're like this woman is a star, right? If they're a like star, yeah, right, exactly, you. and you call MGM, and you say you're going to put her in a picture, and then she's maybe a star. there's people that uh, that haven't become famous yet, right? That's like what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you hear the name, and you go, you see these but people who are trying to, to get managers. Right. You go, oh, Cary Grant is looking for a manager because he hasn't done anything. Exactly, yet. hang out. Right. right, I get that. But then you get the hang out in Hollywood. Thing. Does it become Cary Grant if you're managing him as opposed to what he was going to do? Yeah, he was brilliant. He was yeah. brilliant. That docu, that biopic about him sucked, but. Uh, Easy. Snowcone and I are digging for oil. I know. You guys are walking around We've Houston in a hot sun. I'm going to Disney. We're, I'm, I'm going, going to, to LA and uh, waiting for the crash to happen. And then 
I'm buying all the stock I can after that. I'm going to the hunt. Everything. Family. Nothing what, goes what, out of business. But what, what, what stock? Yeah, everything. exactly. Doesn't I don't matter. know what to buy. You could lose you all your money. Buy everything. Yeah, buy it all. No, buy you, it. No, a lot of stock market people died afterwards. You wait till the crash is over. Once it starts to come back, buy everything. Yeah, yeah but, but some of it's not going to work. Huh? But buy what? Some everything. of it's not going to work. A lot of it doesn't work. Yeah, Most no, of it like, doesn't work. Like, what goes away after the stock market crash? Exactly. A lot. A lot. I can look at every company and see what lasted. Well, that's true. If you know the names, I, then that makes sense. Well, I know the names of the companies that are still there. That's what I'm saying. So buy those. Why yes. don't you buy everything? As I'm saying, I'm not going to buy oh, stuff I've never okay. heard of. Oh, okay. That's what it sounded like you were saying. Like, oh, buy all the stock Procter & Gamble of- a company? Ford? Right. Okay. What are these companies? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I've heard of all these. That's what I was They're saying. They're wildly... Some, right. Something Rockefeller, you know. You're like, okay, yeah, buy I saw these. The names. I'm going to go hang Oil out. Oil companies. I don't know if Texas Young goes Lamar around Hunt. or whatever. Yeah, it's it super iffy. easy. I'm going to Disney. It's what? Yeah, I'm probably too old to go hang out with the young Lamar Hunt and be like, listen, kid, yeah. you're going to own a football team. <laughs> you're an idiot. They're, They're going to kick me out. And by the way, what makes you think the guy who was getting all the oil and the money is like, you know what? Because I need to split it with this 50-year-old dip ass we said, who's out here digging around with a shovel. We said... <laughs> That's the guy. Why? Like he's not going to we do We were going to predict things about the future. the future. We're going to predict the future, and, and people in the family are going to be like, hey, this guy, we need to keep him around. We'd be like, they're Rasputin. Yes. Yes, I'm sure Rasputin was paid, right? I'm yeah. sure they paid him. I mean, he was. He lived lavishly. He had to have. Well, yeah, in the end, it didn't, it didn't end, go it off. Didn't we should probably well. figure out that story how it ends. Yeah, us. we should figure that out. It's the Church of Laszlo! Yo! Yo! What's going on? Well, that's a wrap, my friend. It looks like we didn't have to go to 1924. The Lions won in this timeline. They didn't. The Lions won a playoff game at home and now get to play Baker Mayfield. You seem like uh, you're not as excited about that. I feel like that's a great matchup, isn't it? Well, I mean, I would have thought it, but they crushed the Eagles. And Baker Mayfield's a gamer, man. I mean, look, you get this far in the playoffs, as Chiefs fans know, because they do it every year. The teams you play are good. Yeah, but isn't Tampa so, Bay the least good out of the teams that are in there? I mean, just from the regular I, season. I thought they were until I saw them crush. Man, the Eagles just look And so they won like their last seven of eight, and the Eagles, Eagles lost the last five of six, so I don't know. But what's Vegas say about the Lions now? They get, they're definitely they're calling favorite, them winners. I think. Okay, I would think so. And then what do you think? We never really talked about it, but the Chiefs completely stopped Miami from doing anything. I thought they looked good. So... Do they have what it takes now to be a playoff winning team to get to the Super Bowl? Because I think a lot of people said a month or they so ago they defense. don't look like that team. I mean, I don't love going to Buffalo. No. No. But I don't trust Josh Allen to be great every no. time either. But boy, he looked good against Pittsburgh. He did, but does that get him, you know, right. a little cocky? I mean, he starts he always picks. makes mistakes, though. Yeah. So. And the Chiefs defense I don't know. is better. So. I think at this point, anybody could win. Well, uh,. I hope in the NFC, I hope it's the Lions. I hope it's the Lions-Chiefs. I think, I think it, I don't want that. Why? Then we'll go to the game together. I know, but I, then we're, we're rooting for different teams. I guess that's fine. You're from yeah, Detroit. Right? I'm from Kansas City. It's fine. Just We're still friends. Don't want it to hurt our friendship. It won't. I can handle it. I can well, yeah, of course. You probably, I mean, you've already won Super Bowls, so it'd be more important for me to win. It's true. True. It hurts. When I went to that Royals World Series that they lost game seven, I've never I told you not to a, go. Never felt well, that's your like fault. That. that whole game got, was your fault. I got tickets. My friend I told won you, don't tickets. Go. He won tickets. I know. I said, you're bad luck. Don't oh, go. Stop it. it was you were at game six. Be done with it. It was $300 to go to game seven. It was the I know. Face I told value. you not to go. Do you remember? You know, the worst part was as we left the stadium in tears, we sat there and drank in the parking lot and then slept off the buzz, and then we woke up in the morning, we drove home, and I had to go to the ATM to get a money for the ticket for the Wait, game. you slept at the stadium? Yeah, we were so upset, we just drank beers in the truck and fell asleep. What do you mean? What? 
We were How upset. long did you sleep? They, they let you stay there? There was the a night? lot of people crying out there in the parking lot. No, I would say we were the last ones to leave. By the time we started the car up, we were like, oh boy, we should probably get out of here. And I had to take my buddy home, and I had to drive by an ATM, get cash out to pay oh, him for the ticket for the game after I After you cost him a World Series. I didn't cost him the World Series. I told series. you. I was back there when, when Goro hit that ball. I could see I it. Know. it was right there. I was trying to freak the guy out. I was going, hey, 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 up here, up here. It didn't work. I could hear the guy breathing. He was going, <laughs> I was that close. And then the Royals lost. They should not have lost. God wanted them to win that game. I knew God wanted them to win that game. I thought God could make anything happen that he wanted. Third baseman coach didn't send him. But the devil. The devil. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner and the devil. Bumgarner and the devil. Yeah, what's the worst loss you've ever felt watching one of your teams? That Lions loss to the Cowboys with that pass interference thing. Where they're like, pass interference, and then the guy just walked over and he goes, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was I was like, what? That, and he just picked the flag up. And he's something. like, no. I'm like, no. Forget about it. What do you mean, no? It might hurt them. We, what does that mean, no? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean, no? I felt bad for you. What is that? No. There's been a lot like, of that no. this year. A lot of weird no. ref stuff. No. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But I hope they keep winning. I hope they get to the Super Bowl. And if yeah. the Chiefs don't make it, then I hope they win the Super Bowl. I hope it's Chiefs-Lions in the Super Bowl. Good. That's our goal. That's now. what I picked for the beginning of the season. Yeah, we've all got our fingers crossed. That's how it's going to go. Right. Well, uh, good show. Gordo. Oh, Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.